All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. We just got a little bit banged up. I hate to break the fishing news up here, Amchuk, but I'd like to speak about the ice hockey. Congratulations. You're one of the 13 listeners of the Real Life Podcast. We just traded a migraine in for, like, an orgasm. Might want to mark that down. Yep. All of my projects are on schedule until they're not. A member of the Nation Network of Podcasts. About as funny as we're going to get today. Welcome in episode 242 of the Real Life Podcast. I am Tyler Uremchuk. My Adobe might not be working. Things are back to normal. We are post-Christmas break. Chalmers is here. Bag Milk is here. Jay as well. Wanye in, uh, I believe, what is now a mouse-free home as well. Well, so that's we'll get to that. Exciting. Don't worry about that. We'll get there soon. We will, uh, okay, we'll add mouse update onto the list of things we need to talk about. But before we do all that, need to shout out our friends at Oodle Noodle. 14 locations in Edmonton. 15 is coming to Fort Saskatchewan. And of course, as we've been talking about for, for months now, since the start of the pandemic, 10% of all in-store and curbside pickup proceeds go towards a local charity. They've raised over $100,000 to date. I'm sure it's well over $100,000 now because I've been saying that for a few weeks but shout out to oodle noodle um yeah there we go what's up what's new how was everyone's christmas weekend wanye how was uh the first christmas being a papa oh well i'll tell you it was, it was quiet <laughs> if this is what uh, wanye jr thinks christmas is he is sorely mistaken but we had a very good time very good time yep how about you your abject you have a good christmas yeah, it was it was all right. It was really it was quiet, right? And uh, I was talking to my girlfriend. I almost didn't mind it. Like you know how past Christmas is, it's running around house to house, dinner to dinner, and all that. And this year it was just like a weekend where you were forced to sort of stay in your house. We still did Zoom calls and all that. Like got to talk with my family a little bit. Was it wasn't the same, but uh, it, it was nice and quiet. Chalmers, you are out of isolation, out of quarantine. You are ready to rock. You were quarantining, Chalmers. So yeah, uh, right before, like about. Well, it's got to be about 10 days now. And to be honest with you, the only reason I'm in my truck is to do this. And it's the first time I've driven my truck in probably a week. Wow. Literally only driving my truck to get out of my house and drive my truck. Like, <laughs> I, I'm going to, I'm going somewhere to just look at a couple jobs. But, um, yeah, I've been in isolation. My son had a close contact and I also had a close contact at one of my job sites. And it just happened to be on the exact same day, which was a Friday. Uh, not, not Christmas Day, but the week before. And uh, we got, we went and got tested. They were negative, but still, you're supposed to be in isolation. So, I mean, what's the difference between my truck and my house? I figure. So, I'm getting yeah. out. Uh, but Just this is an the first time of your house. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and on Christmas we did. So, like, obviously, Christmas is a lot different. And this year, we decided that we weren't going to go like traditional at all, and we got Chinese food. 
and it was awesome. We did nothing, and we went. My, my wife went to go pick up the Chinese food, and there was like thirty people in the lobby of this Chinese food restaurant. So it was packed. It was fun. It was just. We watched all the Star Wars. I've been getting up to date on my Star Wars again. Oh wow! Yeah. Even the yeah. Phantom Menace. Uh, we did. Yes, we did. Oh. We did. We watched Phantom the Menace. Federation watched- trade blockade. Yeah. So, yeah, we're just not at the first three. We're at Rogue One right now. Oh, um, but oh we you're watched, going okay, nice. I like no, it. but see, what we did was we kind of watched. We watched the first, the old three, the first old three, and then we watched like the Phantom Menace, Clone Wars, and Attack of the Clones or whatever it's called, and then we watched uh, Solo Story and Rogue One, and then I think the next couple of days is going to be like Solo the newer makes one. sense. Rogue One, you got to squeeze in because that's supposed to the building of the Death Star. Is that it three? Is. Is that pre the original three? So no. So Rogue One basically it's right right before um, it's when they're stealing the plans for the Death Star. So it's yeah. kind of it's kind of like right before uh, New Hope starts. Right before Princess Leia is yeah. trying to get the plans back to the Rebellion. Um, one of the sorry to interrupt you, John. Words, one of the yeah. things that blew me away with the newest one is how they. Explained why the Death Star was so easy to blow up. Did you follow that storyline? Yeah. yeah. Because yeah, well, I used to always think, like, it is ridiculous to me that they can take three X-Wing fighters and yeah. blow up the Death Star with a single yeah. bomb, like bombing Womp Rats in a wigwam or whatever it was. <laughs> well, they, and they explained that in Rogue One. They explained one. it because it was yeah. designed to be destroyed. Yeah, yeah. There, was a, there was a, there was a, what do they call it? Infiltration in the, in the, in the system. The engineer... The engineer was uh, was planted a yeah. little. When little I egg. saw that and they explained that, I was like, I think we're going to be okay with Disney owning Star Wars because they're taking the time to mine the original three plot lines for like Easter eggs for super fans and shit. I was yeah. so satisfied. That they but we needed it. that. We yeah. needed that as Star Wars fans. Of course, you could just poke holes in the fact they could destroy it so easily. Like, oh, of course, like just like how this. Now that they have to do one about why the stormtroopers have terrible aim. <laughs> and so, yeah, exactly. And so the one thing that I did notice also was in A New Hope, Return of the Jedi, and Empire Strikes Back, they've remastered them and they've re they've 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 done some new CGI and they've added stuff, right? Oh yeah. And so, like the one thing that they added, which really kind of just like it threw it kind of threw me off, and I kind of had to explain to my son like this is this this wasn't there before, and it's kind of weird now, and that is. At the end of Empire Strikes Back, when they're all partying with the Wookiees, and it seems like everything's great. Oh, yeah. And then Luke's over in the side, and he sees the hologram like the of, of Yoda and oh, Obi-Wan yeah. Kenobi. And then all of a sudden, Anakin's there. Like, Hayden Christensen, Anakin yeah. is there. And you're just yeah. like, oh, my God. Okay, son, mm-hmm. that guy wasn't there before. Like, you didn't know this. It's just, it's kind of, it's kind of interesting. But, and then. And then the the one little other nugget that I forgot about was that uh, that um, the one thing that Yoda told Obi Wan Kenobi to do while he was looking after Luke to complete his training was to learn from the Liam Neeson character um, eternal life, and basically he had figured out how to die and never die. Yeah. And so when you see Obi Wan Kenobi get struck down, you realize, well, you, like, when you look back now, you realize it turns like, into a ghost. He allowed himself to get killed, and that's why Yoda disappears as well. And you never really kind of knew that, you know what I mean, until you saw the like, you know, the Phantom. Well, not even the Phantom Medicine, but the Clone Wars. So it's just fucking man. You could like, it's so cool how they did it, uh, and like how the story just keeps evolving. I don't understand why they had to put in testicles on C three PO at CGI. (laughs) It wasn't necessary for the plot. I'm like, do they really have to go back? This must have cost good money to add these balls in. Would you say you're Chuck, a bionic twig and berries? Oh, yeah, wow. you you certainly could say a bionic twig and berries, and they have an exciting Boxing Day sale. I'm going to tell everyone about a little bit later on in the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> um, I, I I honestly had no idea you guys were such big Star Wars fans. Um, but you guys you guys are kind of like that prime generation, though, right? Like that. Oh, shut the fuck up, you're Chuck. We're yeah, the same yeah. generation. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm not the same generation. Drama, it's time for me. The movie came. The, the very first movie came out three years before I was even born. Oh, really? Yeah, so, me too. like, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah Nineteen seventy-seven. Yeah. Wait, you yeah. think we're in the fucking early eighties, walking around, <laughs> knowing what's up? Come on, you're in. I don't know the timeline. Yeah, driving Trans Am. Um, Come on. <laughs> Wait just, a minute. This is a pretty cool timeline. Just a quick update on something that happens in my condominium that I brought up. 
uh, smoking grandma is back pressing her face up against the screen, blowing smoke yeah. out instead of actually just smoking outside. Um, it's so not even cold out today, Grandma. That's, Put yourself yeah, together. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you earned that dart. It's the funniest thing to watch. Um, anyways, <laughs> I had no idea you guys were such big Star Wars fans. Yeah, I'm a huge fan of Star Wars. I love uh, every bit of it. I've seen them all once. It's just good. I've seen them all once, and that's kind of it for me. I've only ever seen the original, the ones from the 70s. I haven't seen any of the new ones. That is shocking to me, Bag Milk, as a man of the internet. I'm just not a... I, I'm not a Star Wars guy. I didn't watch Star Trek either. What? Yeah, no, none of it. I think I'm the only Star Trek fan on the show. Uh, I'm a fan of it. I'm not as big as you. I'm really into Star Trek Discovery, though. Oh, yeah. yeah. The new series, yeah. 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 I like the movies, Trek. the newer movies they made for Star Trek. Those are kind of cool. They just yeah. were visually cool. But I don't know how, like, I'm not a Trekkie in the sense of knowing is it accurate to timelines or whatever i have no idea i don't care i just like looking at pretty movies fair enough i've watched a lot of fucking shows i would normally never ever watch because of this i don't know if you guys have heard there's a pandemic going on yeah never heard of i'm wondering though when are we gonna hit maximum pandemic cabin fever because it's oh, time three months ago <laughs> But we still probably have four or five months of this shit ahead of us. Oh, I know, but I've had cabin fever since oh, I've had March 18th. Yeah, buddy, I was freaking out in January about this shit. I'm almost running a year of this life. But I got to figure out when to roll out my Trump card, which now has completely different meaning. Let me rephrase that. My checkmate move on the pandemic because I still get to watch Game of Thrones. I haven't watched Game of Thrones either. That's in my queue. I did a real uh, battle with a certain service provider last week, and they had to hook me up with all kinds of free shit on my bill because they so, canceled my service. So Game, Game of Thrones is like your guys's like pictures on your computer. My wife said that over the the pandemic, she was going to organize all the pictures on our computer, and it's been eight months, and I don't even think she sat down to look at them. And we were going to put them on like this hard disk, like one of those like one terabyte yeah, yeah. hard drives that you can like store, so they're safe. So you're saying Game of Thrones is like that for you? Like, well, I do. I, yeah, I know Game of Thrones is rad. I know that. I've mm -hmm. known it's the best TV show of all time. I was just saving it, right? So we're we're gonna get to the end of March 2021, and you're still not gonna watch Game of Thrones, and you'd be like, that'll where did the time it. go? Yeah, yeah that'll probably be it. You know what? I bet you on the other side of this, a lot of people are gonna be like, where did the time go? I have a little bit oh, of that, sure. like looking back and being like. You know what? Maybe it wasn't that bad, but then, like in the moment, I'm like, "No, this sucks ass." But I, for I was me, it's to, flown by a little bit. I was supposed to be jacked AF right now, and and I'm probably the heaviest I've ever been. So yeah, I mean, jacked AF. What was your plan? We bought a Peloton, and we were going to work out, and and while well, I was going to get very, very healthy, forty was going to be the year that I got in the best shape of my life, and um, quit yeah. smoking though. <laughs> That's huge. That's true. That's yeah. true. So, off the Red well, Bull. Yeah, off yeah. the Red Bull. Well, oh, I mean, you're making huge uh, moves, Thomas. Uh, Allegedly. I, he replaced I, with Slurpee consumption, though. <laughs> you know what? I'm down on Slurpees. I don't know what it is with the cold or whatever, but I'm down on my Slurpee intake. Plus, I can't go out anymore, so I can't go get anything. So. Well, you know what I did last night? I had a hankering for a strawberry cheesequake blizzard, and I oh, ordered God, one I on Skip the Dishes. Really? Sometimes you got it. Did it travel well? got it. Yeah, it traveled great. Cause you want to know why I had to order one? I won both of my NFL fantasy leagues last night. Wow! <laughs> and I wanted to celebrate. Nation, real life. You guys couldn't handle the Connor McMayfield, could you? Yeah. Who'd you beat in the finals, John? John. Yeah. We had Alvin Kamara. Enough said. Yeah, that's, these are uh, fake people. Who are these people? Um, Six the touchdowns in championship weekend is unbelievable. Yeah, and it should have been seven. Yeah. I'm in the been. I'm in the finals of the league I do with my buddies. I need forty seven point seven points from Stefan Diggs and Josh Allen tonight to win Not me the league. You know what? Not that's happening. legit that's legit doable against no they Patriots. combined for seventy happening. last week, I think. Yeah, yeah but yeah. they don't need to they they gain zero from this game. So my yeah, hot take. No, they lock up. Take, don't they lock up second in the division or in the conference? They already. No, they've already locked it's up the a, division. But they, they have they, they, nothing they, to gain. No, not the division. Listen, like they, second in the conference. I I differ. I, I beg to differ with you, Jr. The Bills have been constantly beaten up by the Patriots over the last fifteen to ten to fifteen years. Yeah. You tell me that this game doesn't mean anything. 
this with is old Big team. Newton at the helm, eh, your M Chuck? With yeah. old Big Newton at oh, the helm. Big. <laughs> I think I think exactly on the contrary. They're gonna keep themselves sharp. They're not gonna let themselves like sit back and just shoot and you know, not play their hardest. I believe that they're gonna kick the shit out of them well, tonight. I think I've got Alan... a horrific, horrific hot take. I think because I've got I still have my kicker to go to like I'm so far ahead in uh, the nation real life uh, fantasy football that I've got my kicker left against Josh Allen. And I'm so far ahead, it doesn't even matter. Uh, my hot take is I think the kicker will get more fantasy points than Josh Allen will today. Oh, that is the dumbest thing I think I've Do you want to put money on that? Yeah, I would love to. Give, me, give me the juice. What? You, don't, you can't make a hot take and then ask for juice. There's no, like... That's what do you want? Works. What do you want? Because I will bet you on this. A hot take is a reach. Oh yes, I you, you if you want to bet that, you got to pay to bet it. Okay, so what are you thinking? Um, I, you give me, you give me three, uh, four to one. Four to one? Fuck that. Yeah, I'm not doing that. Chalmers, I, Chalmers, I placed a bet, Mister Betting. Tell me if I did yeah. well. I took. Uh, Took Canada on the over against Germany. <laughs> yeah, what well, oh, they do, boys? I didn't game. see. I didn't I, see the news. How'd I want to. I want to talk about that game a little bit because I was really irritated with the people on Twitter being like, "Oh, what is Canada doing? Like running up the score? Blah 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 Gold blah." Differential is so important. You have well, to. That's it. Is can it you way name a bigger defeat? defeat? Your M Can you name a bigger defeat Germany has suffered? <laughs> Chalmers, thoughts on that <laughs> history burn? No, no, thoughts on a burn that is 105 years old and it's a World War One burn? <laughs> Boom, Shalaka. Mm-hmm. How about Connor and Leon placing a bet? That was cute, eh? Well, yeah, they were talking they, about that on like TSN. A billion dollars. Yeah, they did the interview. Leon had no audio in the interview. And then they're like, place a bet. And Connor kind of rolls his eyes. What about Connor saying, like, well, we had talked about getting together for this one. I like, saw that. But they've all, they all have, they have, they have vaccines already, man. They haven't. Had, they've been vaccinated. Yes, they have. Your M. Really? Yes, they have. Of course, they have. No, like you know that. Yeah, Matty. Right. No, he would have got his shot an hour after Joe Biden. Don't worry about that. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, we may let Sophie Gregoire Trudeau go down to the ship, but Connor McDavid had a fucking Moderna vaccine. Is the first one rolled off the conveyor belt. <laughs> you know what I like about the, the World Juniors and watching them with my my son who's nine. It always. It, it never like ceases to amaze the the, the the dots he doesn't put together when he's watching hockey. How I'm like, yeah, Le- Leon Draisaitl is like German. He knows that, and he's and then I'm like, they, they, the coach of the of the German team is his dad, right, or whatever. And like I'm like, yeah, so he played for that team. And they, he saw a clip and he's like, did he play for Germany? And I'm like, yeah, son, he's German. And he's like, holy smoke! So he's really like he was good back then too. I'm like, yes, son, yes. That's he's how it works. Been good. All these. I'm like, all these players that play on these teams, they play for their country, and then their ultimate goal is to make it to the NHL. And it just is like, oh, that's so cool. And that was like completely invested in the World Juniors. Show them the video of Dreisaitl's dad taking one off there in the shootout. Remember that? Oh, yeah. Uh, was that, that was... World Championship, the Olympics? Uh, the Olympics? I think it was, it was Olympics. the Olympics. Yeah. Remember oh, the German guy who came on the show, Chalmers, and he talked about how Leon yeah. Dreisaitl's dad was like a German hockey hero. Yeah, but he had this super famous goal in the Olympics where I think somebody took it like off the head and made a crazy save or something, wasn't it? You know, it, it, the puck literally was rolling. Oh yeah, to go, it got through the goalie, was rolling, right. and then lied flat and stopped right on the side. And had it gone in, it's game over, and they win. Yeah. Yeah. Uh it it is funny. A Ger- Leon Dreisaitl wins Germany's athlete of the year this year. So the best German athlete in the world is playing in Edmonton. Meanwhile, the best athlete from Edmonton is playing in Germany. Best athlete in Canada this year, you could say, because Alfonso Davies is playing for Bayern. It's funny how there's that connection now uh, between Canada and Germany. we had to make that trade. I thought you were talking about Ryan Jones. We had to make that trade. (laughs) They shouldn't be getting on dry settle. Exactly, because soccer's their big sport. Hockey's our big sport. We made... An internet, well, the uh, what is it? An international trade federation blockade or whatever the hell. Nicely done. We, uh, yeah, we we had a little back channel there, and uh, that's a fair swap. I would trade Alfonso Davies for Leon Dreisaitl a hundred times at a hundred because I love Bayern Munich and he plays for them, 
and all my German friends love Bayern Munich. So that makes me happy that an Edmonton boy can help provide them joy over there. I bet would you it be a, how, oh, sorry, would it be a hot take to say that the the like the preliminary rounds of the World Juniors kind of suck? Uh, oh, yeah. maybe, but well, you always get the, the couple interesting games that make you want to watch like Czech Republic beating Russia last night and watching those kids go absolutely bananas after the win. That was a ton of fun. Like that was worth sitting down and watching. And to an extent, it's fun to kind of watch team Canada go through the round Robin and, and get a feel for how the tournament's kind of going. Like they, beat I know the- that it wouldn't, I know that it wouldn't have been the case had there been fans in the stadium at Rogers place, Germany wouldn't have lost 196 to two. You but think? imagine, Jay, well, yeah, because the, pen, the COVID impact on the lineup. Right? Oh, so oh yeah. Like, yeah, that's good. Right? Like yeah. But imagine just for a moment suspending all the timelines. Imagine, Jay, being at a World Junior game in Edmonton where it's 16 to Canada, how drunk he'd be. Oh, yeah, that would but be that's wild. Like, man, that used to happen know. all the time. Like, yeah. World Juniors in Edmonton? Never. No, 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 no. Not World Juniors in Edmonton. We used to always beat up on the Swiss. Or like Germany, oh yeah, but just the, the first game of the fun. tournament, you just be like, oh god, this is going to be bad. And like World Juniors in Edmonton, though, where you see a whooping of that quality yeah. in your home arena around goal three, I'd have been like, I should have a beer for every goal we score. And about goal nine, I'd be like, that was a bad idea. And then yeah. by goal six, I'd be like, somebody call Stars Air Ambulance to airlift me off the concourse. <laughs> <laughs> I'd probably feel bad and be giving golf claps by the seventh goal. I don't think I'd be standing up at this point. And I'd be like, hey, you know what? Stop with the siren. We probably don't need the siren anymore. You know, when I was watching PSN Road, if I was in Europe watching Team Canada win 16-2 because I'm on the road and in holiday mode, I would celebrate every goal as if it was the game winner. Oh, for sure. When I was watching the highlights on... When I was on TSN, watch, or I was on, I was watching TSN, and they were about to show, like, all the goals. I literally watched four and then went, ah, oh, you know what? This isn't nice. I'm going to go grab something from the kitchen. And they said on the highlights, like, we're going to stop in here because it's not nice. So I'm like, oh, isn't that nice? That's so Canadian. We beat you 16 yeah. too. We won't show all the goals on TV. <laughs> to piggyback on top of the I don't like the uh, preliminary round, I really dislike the pre-competition because yeah. of what exactly happened to our uh, Canadian co- captain. That stuff can that fucking go away. Oh, I was and excited also the, to watch him. I was excited to watch him too, and like the vid, the picture that came out after of what his wrist yeah. looked like was gross, nasty. Was it was zigging when it should be play. zagging. Oh, yeah. such an innocent play. Yeah, and like a nothing play. I said I said it, but it was a meaning meaningless play in a meaningless game. Like at a meaningless point in that meaningless game as well. Like late in the third, you're up, and I mean he lobbied hard to get Chicago to release him for this tournament because yeah. he wanted to play in the World Juniors because he didn't get to last year. And, like, that's mm-hmm. so He would have been a ton of fun to watch. And now also Dylan Holloway out with yeah, an upper body up- injury. No one knows what's what? going on with him. There's no update, eh? No. I, they have a day off here, so maybe he'll be back in the lineup. But I didn't even notice a point in the Germany game where he got hurt. Like, someone said there was a collision or something. I, I did not notice it. So There was. It was the same It was the same hit where uh, the Canadian player got suspended on. Oh, really? Um, yeah. It, he Basically, he crushed a German guy. Um, Holloway was skating kind of past him and the force of the German player getting hit into Holloway hit Holloway in the head with his with his like elbow mm. and Holloway was not expecting it oh but he boy. played the rest of the game yeah uh that anyways uh Hockey Canada is doing the 50-50 thing again um Alberta residents only I didn't notice what did the jackpot get up to or like what's the deal here what's going on anyone know oh I, I thought somebody would know Jay didn't know Oh, well, I've just been buying my tickets and not really been paying attention to the, the plot and just waiting to see if I won. Wow, that's get, confidence of a winner. Well, yeah, it hasn't been working. They've been getting up there. Uh, I just don't know. Like we we talked to. about what their planned jackpot was for like the gold medal game and all that. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, so if you go to uh, if you go to hockeycanada.ca forward slash fifty fifty. You can grab your tickets there right now. The current pot today, as we record on a Monday afternoon at one thirty, is already ninety-two grand. Nice. So okay. the the pots are coming up. Yeah, they're climbing. Good stuff. Uh, speaking of World Juniors, how about our boy Philip Broberg? Whoo, whoo! He is hot. He's a. Oh wait, I, I got a button for this. Uh, Philip, <laughs> that Philip Broberg. He's a hot guy. He is. <laughs> yes, he is. I watched a couple of shifts from his uh, from their first game of the tournament, and there were times in the offensive zone where he just gets the puck and does like a complete lap, 
and no one touches him. Like he's unreal, man. That was uh, that was one of the moments I was wrong about. I was not overly happy when they took him. I wanted Caulfield, um, but I was dead wrong because Broberg. That's a legitimate prospect. He's going to be a good, good player for the Oilers in a few years. Well, we love oh, yeah. we love our boy who's now out for the year, which sucks. But there's a sector Swede on the back end even coming up. Yes. You? Yeah, they need to add like more ab shots. I feel like would probably Amen. do some promo for the World yeah. Juniors. You know, I, yeah. Remchak, the, the Swedish all abs team that the Oilers are putting together here is very impressive. Why not make rather than an ad on the front of the jersey, just like a clear viewable section of the abs of the jersey you know what i'm saying yep yeah the whole time he's playing yeah cut it out great cut i gotta say i speaking of ads on helmets i was a little bit surprised how upset some people were about the tiny little oh for fuck's sake shut up the best part is when people respond with like a picture of the helmet that says bauer on the front and they're like there already (laughs) is a fucking ad on the helmet bauer so like um yeah it's i i'm surprised how many people are like angered by it i'm also surprised at the amount of people being like if these organizations like knew what was good they would be donating that ad space to local businesses oh, and i'm like right. i'm saying that i'm like i get it like yes big corporations they should be doing something good but like are we really expecting the toronto maple leafs to have like some random place on their helmet no well, they're obviously doing this to make money it's not even to, i don't even think it's to make money it's just to make make it whole with the, the their current sponsor yeah that too I think I think that's a big part of it. So they don't lose uh, part of their part of their revenue. So I don't think it's the gain. I think like I've heard some stuff. I haven't obviously gone deep enough into it. So Rick West had um, reported that they were the NHL as a whole was hoping to gain fifteen million dollars in revenue from this, with teams like Toronto and Montreal being able to charge a million bucks, and some smaller market teams maybe going more the route that you're talking about, Jay. Where it's like, hey, it's a million bucks for the season to be on the jersey. To be on the helmet. On the helmet. That's a yeah. better deal than being on the rink board. Oh, yeah. Because uh, when you yeah. think about, like, highlights, pictures of the players, um, like, Wish.com has the Lakers ad for their jersey, and LeBron yeah. was on the cover of Time Magazine, and the fucking Wish logo is on the cover of Time Magazine now because of LeBron, and it's prominent. Like, it's right there. So, like, it is smart. Like, you're basically, if you're on, if you want to be on the Oilers helmet, Think of the Connor McDavid hockey cards and every highlight that's going to be shown of him celebrating a goal. All of that. Like, your logo was more or less front and center because it's right next to his beautiful face. Yeah, you'll see Oodle Noodle on his helmet. It'll be beautiful. Oh, beautiful. I noticed in the promos for the World Juniors, too, when they have the cartoon characters of all the hockey players that are playing, and it's like all the NHLers that have played, and they're front and center. They got Austin Matthews. And then, like, in a V, like, you know, Geese would fly, or all the rest of them. And McDavid's like third on the right. Like, what the hell are they doing? Goddamn <laughs> Matthews. He did uh, He did a piece with uh, GQ about his favorite Ooh. stuff. Austin Matthews? Matthews? Yeah. Blech. So he did a piece with GQ. Blech. I actually thought it was cool. I think he's a pretty cool guy. Oh, um, do you? Well, why don't the two of you go live together on an island and fuck right up? He revealed that he, a few years ago, he bought Dove Ladies deodorant, and he's just of never, course he did. he's just never gone back. It was an interesting thing for him to say, but I kind of thought it was funny. <laughs> I know uh, someone who runs uh, Ladies Deodorant. He says the same thing. He's like, I just can't, it, I just can't get off it. I use, uh, thanks to uh, Jen Sharp, wife of uh, Nation Sales Master Jared Sharp. I use women's like body wash and stuff in the shower. Oh. Makes my skin feel nice. That's uh, I don't even want to know how the hell that conversation went down for you to learn about that. I'll, I'll tell you, you right now. At the sharp house showering in the shower and was like, ooh. That's exactly it. And then I was like, you know what? I feel really nice with all these wonderful lotions and things that you have in your shower, Miss Sharp. And okay, she's like, you should use the elevator them. down another floor and say, why were you in the shower? No, this was actually at a our nation brunch party where I was okay. complaining of uh, dry skin. And that's where she... Give me a little ladies' tip. You know what? Sometimes you need a ladies' tip, your rum chuck. So you're the kind of guy you invite to a French party, you start talking about his psoriasis? That's right. That's exactly right. I got yeah. a little bit of eczema, a little bit of psoriasis. Might have to send you to the Austin funky. Matthews, your rum chuck island, if you don't watch the step. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Speaking of feeling the good, left. I'm always feeling good, thanks to the products at Twig and Berries. And right now, you can take advantage of their great Boxing Day sale. I'm looking at some of the stuff right now. Like their nutsack underwear, which I think we can all on this podcast say is absolutely fantastic. Tremendous. 
it's as it's as cheap as twelve ninety eight right now on their Boxing Day sale. Uh, they got a ton of different underwear. They got socks on there for super cheap. They got sweats for super cheap as well. Not just their own nutsack brand either. You can get the blue one. Oh, the blue one's included, so you can match myself in bagged milk. Uh, but mm-hmm. they got two under. They got a ton of really good companies up on the site. Some long sleeve stuff. Some toques get you ready for the outdoor rink as well. Twigandberries.ca. Check them out and don't forget. Promo code NATION15 gets you 15% off. No judgment, no shaming, no fancy words, just real men. That's twigandberries.ca. And uh, we also have another thing. We talked about Oodle Noodle off the top of the show, but we did not get into an Oodle Noodle listener profile. We didn't do one last week because it was our Christmas episode and everyone was too drunk, except for me, on the podcast. Uh, but our, our official listener questionnaire, uh, this week we're going to our Instagram DMs, and it is Chandler. Dixon, for work, he does pest control and is currently in school for marketing. A fun fact about himself, he has almost every episode of Saved by the Bell memorized. Memorized? Oh, like, the dialogue? Boy. I love it. To the point of what, the dialogue or just the what general does, plot line? What does <laughs> Je- when, Jesse start, when Jesse is taking speed after that episode, remember where she's trying to get, she's trying to stay up for her exam, so and then and she says, I'm so excited, and she says it four times. What is the next thing that she says? I'm so scared. Chandler's not here to answer, but maybe he'll go in the end. You don't need him. You got me. Saved by the bell, aficionado. Let's yeah, do it, sorry, Chandler. We got to do it. He'll probably whip me. Chandler started listening to the podcast in the off-season heading into the 2018-19 season. So that would have been right around the time, I believe, the Oilers drafted Bouchard? Or would that have been Broberg? I have uh, no clue. I'm trying to think on the fly, and that never goes well when I do that on this podcast. I think that's, I think that's, I think that's uh, Broberg. Yeah, it would have been Broberg. Uh, his favorite moment on the podcast, it's a Chalmers moment. When Chalmers wow. shared the story about him chasing down his stolen car. Uh, that was a great that's story. That's a legendary That story. is a great story. That is as that good as be a movie. Yeah. Should be a movie. And I the appreciate fact, you, Chandler. The fact <laughs> it took us, like, or it took this podcast, like, 150 episodes to get that story out is insane. Um, also, he got a shout-out in the playoff prep episode, which he said was dope. Uh, his favorite Oilers memory, his first Oilers game in 2002. Oh, man. A game against Minnesota that ended in a 2-2 tie. That was his first ever Oilers game. Mm, nice. Uh, isn't, that, isn't that what Classic. every game against Minnesota is? On brand. Like? Yeah, well, number Minnesota wins. Nothing says early 2000s hockey like Oilers versus Minnesota tied it to. Uh, Chandler says he was just happy that Tommy Sala was starting. His honorable mention was just uh, his first time seeing McDavid in person as well. His go-to oodle noodle order, he doesn't have one. Because he's living in the States currently. But next time he comes up to Edmonton, he promises us he will check it out. Where is he living? Did he share that information? Uh, no, he does not share that information. He also didn't give us a uh, He also didn't give us a number. So uh, oh. on behalf ah. of Chandler Dixon, I apologize for that. But there's your listener profile. If uh, you want to follow Chandler, he's at well, ChandlerDixon97 on Instagram. He did bring up Saved. Respect. He did bring up Saved by the Bell. So I assume he's got some kind of number worth. Uh, shout out to Tiffany Ambersey. Thank you. Wow. Yes. Uh, yeah. Uh, he yeah. he adds in there his first time seeing McDavid in person, and I think one of the, like the small things I miss about Oilers hockey is just the buzz in the arena when Connor McDavid would get the puck and start turning up ice. Like the way oh, everyone yeah. in Rogers Place, it's like a little hum. Yeah. Everyone yeah. knows something could happen, and it's like oh. And I mean, like I that goal he scored in the season opener against Vancouver last year, like big point on in the one game. Leg. Come, on one leg, coming off the injury, and just to turn on a dime like that, and the second he gets sort of that little look in his eyes, like everyone in Rogers' place feels it. I miss that. I want that back soon. I remember Connor McDavid's first preseason game. They were fucking around. We got there early, and they were doing like the horseshoe drill or whatever they do beforehand. And he had no helmet on. And remember, like, he didn't even want to have a good number in training camp. Remember, yeah. he kept saying, I don't know if I'm going to make the team. Yeah, if I make the team, if I make the team. I remember watching him before, like, the pregame skate for his first preseason game and getting goosebumps from watching him play. He was that good without a helmet on. I miss Connor McDavid so much. I do, too. Really? Only Thomas, weeks away, that. man. Weeks away. I we know, are. man. Like, everything that goes along with the season, too. I, I'm excited to hopefully start up my pregame podcast again, get get wrap-ups on the site from Bag Milk, like, all that shit. Unreal. Just it's going to be busy. Away. Like, 
the interesting thing, if you guys really looked at the schedule, there's only two Sunday games for the Oilers this year. I found that interesting. Hmm. A lot of Saturday like. nights, a lot of back-to-backs, but like not much on Sunday. I, if, I'm not, baby. if I'm not mistaken, aren't most of the battles of Alberta on Fridays or Saturdays as well? Like that was that was my favorite part of the schedule was was that I mean not only are we getting ten Battle of Albertas but for the most part they're on Fridays or Saturdays like our livers it is going to be up. so sweet to watch the other shit kick the flames and then go stand and look out my dining room window <laughs> yeah like I need yeah. any more reasons to crack what a cold up? one on a Friday or Saturday That's what up helpful. looking out the window how's that going yeah so I was thinking about this when. I, when you guys were talking about just like cabin fever and when everything was taken away from us in March with the pandemic, I was listening to something the other day where there was a, a guy complaining about having too much sports to watch. Like, football's on, basketball's on, yeah. There was like, I think it was the PNC Golf Championship weekend where, I don't actually think it was that, but like, he's like, and then we got hockey coming up, like, it's just too much, and I'm like... Oh my god. What? How? Dude, remember when there was zero? Ago, when oh. we had zero things to watch. And all we would have given, we would have given anything for just a Saturday night hockey game. And we could have watched the Columbus Blue Jackets versus the Minnesota Wild. Like, I didn't care. Yeah. I would have done anything to watch that game. And now you yep. can. And now you can watch any of it. Like, it's coming up, man. We'll have football on a Sunday. We could potentially have football, basketball, and hockey on a Saturday night. Well, I was even just thinking about the return to play in the summer when games started at 10 a.m. or whatever and ran right through until oh. 11. That was those were some of the best days of the summer where it just yeah. overload of hockey and then mix in a couple of bets here and there on some teams mm-hmm. maybe you didn't care about just to spice things up a little bit. It was fun. Mm-hmm. The uh, minute the Oilers were out, I didn't give a fuck about the NHL. Mm-hmm. Well, that's I got, well, I, got I was livid mad. I was livid mad for like two weeks. Yeah. I still am mad. Oh, God. I got one good game, one good cheer this year. was that one game they beat in Chicago, and I was so confident. The yeah. best game from that summer tournament was the exhibition one against the Flames because it looked oh. like they actually cared. Yeah. Where they sh- where they went away to and why they didn't show up will be one of the mysteries of the modern age. Uh, speaking of the upcoming NHL season and betting, the uh, and this is probably something to ask our friend Scott Hastings about when we have him on Thursday, but uh, Connor McDavid's over-under on the sports book I use is 81.5 points. Oh, that's a lot of points. Yeah. So, well, last year, we did this on Oilers Nation Radio, Tyler. Last year, uh, if he maintained the points per game pace, he would have been somewhere around 86 or 87 in a 56-game season. So, Connor yeah. McDavid on one leg was producing at an 86-87 point pace in a 56-game season. That's a, I hammered over 81.5. If he's healthy, he's doing it. They have to be it. taking into account what he's done against, like, teams like Calgary then, hey? Like, they have to be looking at that the 56 games aren't a regular 56 games that we're playing and against yeah. Calgary, you know, well, like maybe he'll get four points a game in every TO game. You know that. So yeah. then, and then, Oh yeah. What are, you, are, are we not worried about a team like Calgary? You know, I know you can't shut down Connor McDavid. So don't yeah. take that to be good I'm luck. Yeah. you communist, <laughs> but you, you can figure out a way to like slow him down a bit. And if you find that out in like game three, then the next seven are going to be, my concern game three you're gonna get scored on in game three and then you're gonna get four goals in game four my concern of anything with the flames is just a lack of discipline because i imagine by the time game four five six of the battle of alberta rolls around people are gonna be trying to stab each other a la happy oh, gilmore this has the potential <laughs> to reignite the battle of alberta for real because i swear for the last 15 years the only people hyped about the battle of alberta were the reporters it reignited last year. It last re-ex- well, when, when Lucic punched Smith, that one at the end of the two years ago, that kind of got it going. And then Kachuk yeah. running around and being a squat, that's awesome. I mean, no, a goalie fight. How many yeah. goalie fights were there last but year? But ten, ten Flames games this year? That might really actually reignite the motherfucker. Uh, Chalmers, oh, yeah. my counterpoint to, to what you said about teams figuring out Connor McDavid, he's the smartest player on the ice. He's gonna he's gonna use it against you like reverse psychology. They're gonna sit there and be like, "All right, here's how we're gonna shut down McDavid. Take away the passing lanes." And he's just gonna nope. go, "All right, fuck you. I'll start shooting it in the net." And then they'll be like, "Take away the shot. Double team him." And he'll just find the open man. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I never once thought that anybody could shut him down. Like he's just yeah. too good. But but slowing down is another thing. And and you know when you see like in football a defense that that plans for an offense, it takes them a good three quarters to figure out something to do. 
right? And so he'll have to have that time where he has to figure out. I'm just look when I when I think about a betting line, I, I with my heart says, yeah, I'd love to see him go over 82. So I would love to bet that. But my brain has to look at both sides of it and think, look, there's a potential. Like I don't even want to say what my brain thinks because it's not good. Right? Potential for him to get brain? injured. Are you referring to your brain like the eighth person right now? Yeah. Isn't your brain thinking what you're thinking? This is yeah, very meta. Yeah, very I, meta. <laughs> so, so if I'm if I'm to, if I'm to step back and watch my brain think, this is what I, I'm watching my brain think. If that makes any sense. Okay. It does not, but I understand for sure. <laughs> you're breaking the eighth if, wall. If yeah. you guys take if you guys take his whatever his projected points totals for a, 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 a let's say a 50 game season last year, and you make that the high, and that's his over/under. That doesn't make any sense to me. Like the over/under should not be his high spot. Like it's his, not his, his high water. Yeah, over. the over/under is about five six points less than what he less would have got that. last year in the summer phase. Connor Connor is going to knock on a hundred hundred points store if if he's healthy for the entire season on a fifty four game season. He could he could do it, man. He could do it. Connor's mad, and yeah. Yes, I drink the Kool Aid and whatever, but like he could, he could do it. I he also could think fucking do it. I also think this is going to be an interesting challenge for other teams because this is the first time in years that the Oilers actually have a top nine that can probably score. So it won't just be all the pressure on Connor and Leon to produce, yeah. which is going to cause havoc for other teams' defensive play. Are we going to do your M check like a preseason show where we all make predictions? Yeah, we should do that. We should make that maybe yeah. our last show before the season starts in on uh, the- January thirteenth. And just to make sure I understand what's going on, the winner of the Canadian division goes on, or the top two teams play top, for teams? Top four. Top four, make top four make the playoffs. One plays four, two plays three. Winners of that play each other. Winner of that goes to the conference finals, or the final four. And here's an interesting part, too. They're going to reseed after in that final four. So there's a chance that we get like a Oilers pick another. We could get an Oilers Golden Knights Stanley Cup final, potentially. Those motherfuckers. Right? Like, you now, could get, if we're taking Edmonton out of it, you could get Montreal-Boston in the Stanley Cup final this year, potentially. Like, the matchups wow. are going to be crazy. I think, And the, so then they're yeah. going to go to play in every Canadian city, one on, like, every city's going to have games, correct? Yeah, they're going, they're traveling. They're playing and out of their And there's no mention of fans, or is there mention of fans? In, in the some states markets, there are, yeah. Yeah, Dallas and Florida. Now, that's great. I don't give one fuck. Do we get to go to games? No. We not do not cards. get to go to games. Not off not the start. The yeah, but I bet you. I bet you at some point this season, I gotta think that. Um, it depends. I guess how things, how fast things move. But I, I gotta think there'd be some ability to have fans in the stands. Okay, wait. I'm, so, to, I'm gonna is, cut your. Wait, go ahead. You you are probably second to bag milk for the amount of time spent outside of your house in the past in this pandemic. Mm. Are you telling me that if they said you mm-hmm. can get your tickets right now, that that yeah. would be something you would do? You would. Yeah, man. I'll be like, hey, baby Wanye, I'll see you in a year. I'm going to go watch the game. You get it. And he'd nod, and then I'd go watch games. I don't give a fuck. Real, that's interesting. I'm in there, buddy. At the minute they let me into Rogers, I'm going. Yep. Bag, bag milk, same thing? Um, No. <laughs> oh, wow. I have beer at my house. I have a very comfortable couch and you guys enjoy the game i will be there i'll wear five n95 masks a hazmat suit and a condom for maximum protection Mm. i I will i do have a hazmat suit i will wear it to the game i'm not even kidding i have one just dress up as something like oilers related but that protects you i have a hazmat suit man i'm gonna wear a hazmat suit put a fucking nation sticker on it be like hey nation but really it's hazmat i uh (laughs) I wonder, this is totally a selfish thing I'm bringing up, but I wonder what they're going to do for media. Like, is it going to be the same thing as the bubble? Like, the World Juniors are letting in some reporters as well. So I'm, uh, for selfish reasons. Did you go to the playoff games for Edmonton? No, they only gave our radio station uh, four passes since there were so many, like, outside media that that also traveled in for the games. Right, right. And they told us that if Edmonton advanced as teams, like, got kicked out, they would give us more. Obviously, that didn't happen. So I didn't get to go. Um, but I'm hoping that for next season, obviously it'd be just the Edmonton local media. I don't think there's going to be too many reporters like traveling around the country with the teams. Maybe I'm wrong about that, but either way, I'm hoping well, I get to be in there. How the hell is this going to work? Like if they let in, how many fans is Florida letting in, for example? Probably like 15% capacity or whatever. I would, like, I would say how? all of the fans they have, which is yeah. a handful. <laughs> so yeah. Florida's like, we're going to let in 15% capacity. Florida still doesn't sell out. 
Yeah, how like, the hell really did we get big? ourselves to the front of the line so that we are in the game? I bet you. I bet you it might have something to do with the vaccine. I don't know what the rules are surrounding that, but it might be like you need proof of vaccination to to get through Fine. Ticketmaster's paywall or, or Ticketmaster's wall to have set up. I'm not joking about going in a hazmat suit, by the way. Just uh, dress up, I, try to break in. I went as a turtle. That was a gas. Well, I, I want to go as a hazmat. That'll be a gas too. <laughs> It'd be pretty hilarious to see somebody on TV wearing a full hazmat. Suit. I'll be like, I'm the new green man. Ha <laughs> ha. Well, that's what I mean. You could jazz it up. You could be like another mascot. That's cool, man. As long as I got them breathing. Then you don't have to look like a crazy person in a hazmat suit. Uh, Am I crazy during a pandemic when only 15% of the people are allowed in? I don't think so. Yeah, fair enough. We're close. Also, just uh, to pull back to what we were talking about earlier, Holloway's back in and he got moved up to the first line to look like at Canada practice today. Uh, Hang on, I lost it. Cousins and... Mm, Or what's his... Cousins and Guy. Speaking of people getting in and out, did Jay Michael. drop off the show? Yeah, Jay yeah, left. I don't know where he is. I see. Oh, I see. Jay Downton now trying to just FaceTime me. Interesting. That's what that is. Like, my favorite thing before Jay comes back in, he, strategy, call, he calls me on uh, Christmas Eve, I think it was. And he's like, Bagmilk, I've got a very old man question for you. I'm like, okay. How do I set up a Google Hangout so that I can do a digital Christmas dinner with my friends and family? And boy, did I laugh. Wow. I'd be like, well, first of all, you might want to hit up Google.com, <laughs> which has re- answers for most questions. <laughs> yeah. The best. Uh, uh, Tyler, it is Holloway's playing with Mick Michael. And really? Cousin. That's Mick a new Connor McMichael, right? Yeah, yeah. that's, a, that's oh. an interesting trio there. Uh, <laughs> what a goof name. He was uh, pushing hard for the Oilers to draft that guy for like two years just so they could have McDavid and McMichael. He's legit, man. He's really good. Um, I would just make McDavid and McMichael sit in a room and they both go, C, O, N, N. And you go, yeah, yeah. They go, M, C, yeah. And then when the one guy isn't McDavid, boom, you punch him in the face and say, you're inferior, bitch. (laughs) Welcome to the Oilers, ho. Behind the scenes here, Jay said his phone died and has now texted us saying, let me in. There is this call is ended. Literally nothing I can do. What I could okay here. I'm gonna try something. I'm gonna end this it. call and then start it. a new. Oh, you got it? No, no, I got it. We do this all the time for nation meetings. I got this one. Don't okay. Worry. I just gotta send him the old invite again. Um speaking of I, I said I took the McDavid over eighty one and a half. Nathan McKinnon's over under this year was only sixty four and a half. What's dry title? I think Drysaddle was around like seventy-five, and Nuge is on there too. Bag milk, you'll like that. You can go bet on your mm. boy Nuge to uh, give it to me. What's the number? Over, I am. Um, I will find it. Give me one second. Player. I points. say this year, if if Nuge is healthy, he's going to be a point per game player this year. Drysaddle is seventy-seven and a half. Nuge is fifty and a half for Nuge. Oh, you take the over. That's an. Interesting I believe in over. you, Nuge. I believe in you, Nuge. Um, There's Stanley Cup futures on that website, yours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, obviously, sportsbooks have them up. Uh, Stanley Cup winner. Who do you want to know? Edmonton, twenty-four to one. They not are bad. Not same, bad at all. Same odds as the New York Islanders, St. Louis Blues, and Dallas Stars um, to win. And that the- puts them whereabouts? Whereabouts out of thirty-two? Like, like are they a top ten? They're just that, outside. The, eight to 10? Just outside the top ten. They're eleventh, tied for tenth or something like that. Yeah. Uh, to win hey, the milk, you didn't fix this problem. Jay's not on the show. Well, I, as you can see in the in the call here, I keep ringing him, and it keeps waiting for Jay Down to join. What but, a fuck! Uh, to win I the know. to win the North Division, the Oilers are fourth on the odds list. Sportsbooks have Toronto, Montreal, then Calgary, then Edmonton. Whoa! So that's low for me. Like Edmonton at five to one to win the North, coming off a season where they were the best team in the North Division, they had the best points percentage in the regular season last year amongst Canadian teams. I like that. Um, also, like, I know Montreal has done some interesting stuff, but they are, maybe I'll have to eat my words during the regular season. Like, they're going to be fine, but everyone is overhyping every single one of their acquisitions. They're like, oh, they got Josh Anderson. He's going to be legit. Josh, they had to trade their, at one time, 72-point centerman for him. I know Domi was playing on the fourth line towards the end of the year, but Domi was still good. That that was an addition, but also a subtraction. They went today, they signed Corey Perry. Corey Perry, I think, is very old, and at this point in his career, pretty average if he's not in the playoffs. 
Everyone Sorry. was like, oh, they signed Joel Edmondson. Joel Edmondson's a third-pairing defenseman. Jake Allen is a supremely overpaid backup goalie. Like, I don't think the Habs are that good. So I think the Oilers no. will finish ahead of Montreal. I think they'll come ahead of Vancouver as well. I think they'll be neck and neck with Calgary. I think Toronto's an interesting team, but uh, even them, you could Toronto poke holes. You can poke holes I'm, with every team in this division, though. But Toronto did I'm get better. I'm more excited about playing Toronto than I am Calgary, to be totally honest. I can see that. Like, that many Connor versus Mustache man, I can't wait for him to be buried in a shallow grave somewhere outside of Peel. I think Toronto's going to be good. I think I could see them winning the division. I could what? see them winning the division, but I think you could make How a really dare good you, case Bang, for, like, How dare you give three, them four teams. But you know what? I look at it this way. Like, I like that the Oilers have lowered expectations from yeah. outside sources. I think that plays well for them. Like, like, sure, let all the pressure build up on Toronto winning. Like, fuck them. I framed, uh, over the holiday season, I framed my hockey news from 2018 where it shows the Oilers is the favorite to win the Cup. Yeah. I framed it. It hangs in one yeah. matter now. That was yeah. a good time. Hey, that's Sorry, my highlight man. of the damn decade of darkness. That's Fair. my playoff victory win <laughs> with that hockey news. Uh, Jay, we were talking about uh, betting odds for the upcoming season. Edmonton is fourth in the North Division at 5-1. to one. Calgary, Montreal, and Toronto are all ahead of them. Sorry, say that all again. I was having some sound difficulties. Oh, wow. Just hold on. Let me just let me ask a few questions here, your like On behalf of the show, yep. on behalf of Twig and Berries, Oodle Noodle Corporation, number one, where did you go? And number two, why were you gone so long? My phone died. Uh-huh. And then I threw it on the charger, and then it fired right back up. And then I couldn't call. I and then you covered your earphone mic? Working. You co- and then was you that? covered your microphone so nobody could hear you? No. Oh. <laughs> it's so quiet. Yeah, you're very quiet. Oh, is it? oh. yeah, yeah. Let me just adjust. This is old <laughs> man yells a cloud right now. This Is, is that better? Yeah. No. No? Yeah. Oh, I hear him. Oh, uh, well, I'm monitoring the levels. It's a little bit better, I guess. I like how better? he was. I like that he was texting like a 16 year old, 16 year old girl while we while he was off. Just couldn't figure out anything. <laughs> what the is that, hell is that better? On? It's yeah. a little better, yeah. Is this better? <laughs> it's what we like to call passable. Is this better now? Yeah, this is good now. Can you hear me now? Jesus! Oh my God! Well, my phone died, and then I went and threw it on the charger, and it fired back up. And I'm trying to jump back in the call. It won't let me. It kept saying it ended. Anyways, and then I tried to open up my laptop to access FaceTime through that. And the call wasn't there. So I'm like, shit. So then I started texting. Bagmouth started trying to call me. And then it wasn't going, it wasn't coming through on my phone. So then I opened up my laptop and then my laptop started ringing. So here we are. I'm on my laptop. <laughs> um, I hate it when you've got like a laptop going and or whatever. And then someone's phone and like, Everything in your house starts clanging. Your laptop's <laughs> ringing, your phone's ringing, your iPad's oh. ringing, your fucking fridge is ringing and shooting ice cubes out in front. Like, I, I'm a big, I gotta say, I agree with you. I'm a big Apple guy. I love that everything in my house can kind of speaks to each other in a way, but if my phone rings, it's ringing on three or yeah. four devices. Yeah. Your watch yeah. is vibrating, your toilet's bidet is flushing. Well, I, thankfully, uh, this time I am all hooked up because I was able to jump back on the call <laughs> as, as a result of that. But yeah, the other 99% of the time, it's annoying. I have a, I have a story about my father, um, which I know you guys always like. Um, mm-hmm. he, so he, he's a plumber. He has his own plumbing business. And the wholesaler he uses has like a rewards point system. So my dad, for his plumbing business, has been using this one company for like the last, whatever, over a decade. And he didn't know about the point system or he didn't know how to log on. And he finally oh logged on and he had like 5 million points. He could have bought himself like five iPads with the amount of points he's had <laughs> saved up in this account. So anyways, he bought himself an Apple Watch. And like my dad is not technologically savvy. I'm stunned he wanted to buy himself this Apple Watch. But it's actually opened up the door for us to communicate a little bit more because it's much easier for him to text. So like I was sitting on my couch the other day and I just got a text from him that just says, how much have you had to drink today? And it was like, it was like 11. And I was like, none, why? And he's like, I don't know, just testing out my watch. And then Did he you say, that's, yeah. none of your, that's none of your fucking business, dad. And then we he got, got hugging. 
It's and fucking you, 2020. We got Dick Tracy watching. We got flying cars. And this is what you're using it for? Fuck. And then he calls me. <laughs> so I'm getting a call from my dad. I'm like, oh, it must be something important. So I answer. I'm like, hello? And he's like, hey, what are you doing? And I'm like, just sitting on the couch watching basketball. And he was like, okay, well, I'm just testing out my watch. See ya. And he hung up. And that was our whole conversation. It's hilarious to watch him use this thing. See, I want one of those just because I love the stats they generate. Are you guys still loving the whoops or what? What's a yeah. whoop? whoop? I like my whoop oh, yeah. a lot. I, I, uh, I, what I, is I, it? What does it mean? Another reason why I'm so tired is I'm coming off of a 12% recovery. What does this mean? Explain. It's like a, it's like a more intense Fitbit in terms of like the information that you get. It really drills in on your recovery. What does recovery um, mean? It monitors your heart rate at every second of the day. And not only does it monitor your heart rate, but it monitors what they call your heart rate variability, which is the space mm. in between your heartbeats, which is not always the exact uh, a, slower, a slower, a slower, sorry, a, a smaller space in between your heart recovery and a bigger space in between your heart, your, your heartbeats is totally different. It shows, it shows, uh, how your body's recovering, how you are, you know, how your body's feeling, how your body is, yeah. I guess, um, straining. What they call strain is like footsteps. It's how much, you know, how much work you're putting in every day. I don't need no how much effort. To yeah. tell me how much effort I'm putting in and how I'm feeling today. Well, it does. It's good to know because there's days where you, you're, you know that you can put a lot of strain on. And then there's days where it's saying, whoa. You should probably just kind of chill today to let yourself recover. Is there a setting on the watch that says you're not allowed to leave your house, Wanye, for a year? Is there one of those? That's uh, how no, I'm doing. It, it, it'll tell you. It'll tell you that you're pumping out no strain as a result, though. Well, I walk around my house. you to go for a walk. I walk around my house nonstop. I've almost worn a hole in the floor. Well, okay, but so, as you're walking around your house, we need a mouse update. Are we done here? Yeah. Well, I'm glad somebody had the courage to bring it up. I brought it up off the start. Four out of Hold the basement, four bodies out of the basement, four out of the top floor total. Haven't seen hide your hair of any mice in about five days, but I imagine them out of the corner of my eye nonstop, which is great. Mm -hmm. And so I'm pretty sure they're nesting in my hair in the middle of the night. Every night I wake up and I'm like, oh, good, the mouse. That's great. Interesting. Chalmers, you got a call on this? Is he done with this or what? Five days. Oh, I think five days four, is yeah. a uh, is a long time to go now. Usually, weather outside can be a factor um, whether or not they because whether or not they're coming in and out of the house mm -hmm. uh, on really cold days. You'll see more hot days. You won't see as many. Um, oh, good. But good, I think good, with good. five, I think five days of the temperatures that we've had, which have been pretty steady, I believe he's done, man. I think you're done. Well, I'll tell you this: one game manner is always going to be known here henceforth as the house with active mouse trap technology. I'm never going to go back to the before. <laughs> you can take care of that very simply. Mice cannot fly. Therefore, they are getting in at ground level. Therefore, mm -hmm. you need to go around the perimeter of your house. Mm -hmm. Look look at about the bottom one foot of your house mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. see where there's penetration getting <laughs> into your house. Nice. <laughs> and, if, if, and if you can plug those penetrations, <laughs> then you'll be most free God, for a you so crazy. You know I'm not going to do any of that shit. <laughs> I know. I'm just going to keep all the traps open. And then people are going to be like, uh, why do you have mouse traps always going in your house? It's disgusting. And then Wanya Jr. is going to get stuck in one of them. And then I'm going to have to change up my game. Yeah. Maybe especially just as, now. Especially when he starts cruising. Well, I got a child proofing this beast is going to be a whole different matter altogether. What mm -hmm. with all the mouse traps? Well, uh, I'm going to wrap up this podcast because I'm going to go for a walk to the liquor store and start pre-gaming for the Bills, big Bills game tonight. <laughs> so that's my reason for wrapping yeah. this thing up. Hey, Fair enough, man. Hey, Fair hey, enough. are you still going to be a coward? Are you going to take me up on my kicker versus Josh Brown? Who's best? your kicker? Josh Brown? Fast. Newt's saying the, kick, the, the Bills Bass. kicker will get more fantasy points than no, Josh, Josh Brown. No, Josh Allen and Tyson Bass. What's yeah, your Josh Allen. I just, I just Tyler Bass, Josh by Brown the way. So yeah, me too. Tyler uh, Bass, yeah. Um, uh, what's Lance your, well, I don't, versus <laughs> you need to, I don't know what your scoring system's like. So if you send me a screenshot of Tyler Bass's game log and a screenshot of Josh Allen's game log, I will do it. Yeah. Well, I, 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 I my matchup is against Josh Allen. I have the kicker mm -hmm. and the, my, the guy who I've already beaten, sorry, John, uh, <laughs> he's got Josh Allen. Also, I don't like four to one. I don't know. I just don't like that's. I'm a smart wow. better, and that's just not good odds for me. Yeah, I am. 
But what do you mean? If it's if you, a smart better bets on something he thinks is going to win, if you wholeheartedly believe you think you're right, yeah, okay, but let's then say you we, have to pay. You have to pay the price of admission. No, all if I'm I don't right, agree with that. That's yeah, not true. That's not true at all. So if basically if we're no. doing fifty bucks, like I have to risk two hundred dollars to potentially profit fifty. That's sloppy, sloppy yep. betting. I need better odds than that. If that's, it was. That's, 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 what is that saying? What 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 is that? Minus what? That's like minus. I don't even know the fact of that. No, is. that's like minus, minus two. That's like minus five hundred. I don't it? know how to. Fa- I hate the minuses. I like the the one because you always know what you're getting. Five point two five to one. Minus five hundred is five to one. No, it's, plus five hundred is five to one. Sorry, plus plus five hundred. Yeah. is five to so, one. So yeah, so go the reverse. It's plus five hundred. I'm getting. Sorry, yeah. I'm asking for plus three hundred. Around there, yeah. Yeah, no, no, that would be exactly plus three hundred. But I don't know what it is on Tyler's side. Is it minus three hundred? You're giving me minus three eighty. That's brutal. I would not. Yeah. I would not do a minus three eighty money line bet ever. So I'm not doing this. <laughs> uh, let's parlay it with something. I did you a minus. Are I, did a minus I did a minus two sixty four yesterday on the Arizona Cardinals, and that went well. Ooh, Andreas oh, Athanasiu is signing with the Los Angeles Kings. I totally did forgot he existed. Just, did your phone just buzz and that was your news? Yeah. <laughs> I Well, I get the insider tweets. Of course, right, you're, so you're actually in the media. He'll probably be good there and that'll be annoying. Because, because yeah. I, I just want to talk about one second before we go. Do we do we usually talk about our picks on Monday? Well, sometimes or we do, but I like saving something? them for the betting section on Thursday. Okay. So we'll get okay. to that well, on Thursday. I'll tell, and also, I'll tell you one thing. I wasn't wrong. I don't even remember what everyone took. I remember I had Bears minus eight, but that was it. I lost. Chiefs did, Chiefs won, but did not oh, cover. Yeah. Chalmers, what'd you do? Seattle left. minus one? You nailed that. Yeah, I Jay, nailed what'd that, you do? Yeah. I went uh, Bengals. Oh, yeah, and they they won outright, so there you go. Yeah. Uh, they whooped. I want to say one thing to Chalmers about non-football stuff. Okay. Sure. Chalmers, I am very worried about Little Wayne. I am, too. Yeah. I'm very, very, very worried about Little Wayne. I love Little Wayne, as everyone knows. What's going yeah, on? He He's going to jail again. Mm-hmm. Really? And he's going to jail again because he had gun charges back. He had to go to Rikers Island for like a year and a half, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then he got out, and then he got caught with a gold handgun on his jet. And they think he might go to jail for eight. Ten years. Oh, yeah, God. he pl- he had to uh, about two weeks ago. He pled guilty to federal gun charges, and he went and met with Trump beforehand. And I was like, "Why is he meeting with Trump? There's got to be. He needs a pardon, guaranteed." Pardon, pardon, Weezy. Yeah, didn't work. And then he sold Nicki Minaj and Drake Masters that he owned up to a certain point in their career for a yeah. hundred million bucks. He has sold them. That's not, not a good not, sign. Not baby. No. Well, I'm sure they got a cut of it. But like you Young Money Records sold the rights to Nicki Minaj and Drake Masters. Do you know who bought them? Universal, I think. I don't. I don't know. I'm asking because I, I think it was Universal Records. But why I wouldn't Drake buy them? Uh, good question. Probably because he wasn't an open bidding. Right? right. So it's probably like some weird janky but ass that would record. Be, yeah, but that would be like like. Well, Taylor Swift's shit got sold without her say, so this shit happened. I know, but Drake and Lil Wayne are like brothers. I know, unless Lil Wayne's going to jail forever and he's got to get smoke. Well, got to get. Does Drake have a hundred million dollars? Drake has everything in this world because of Lil Wayne. You don't think he would have given him like some money without even being like, "Hey, dude, like I'll get you, I'll take care of your shit while you're gone." Well, who knows? Maybe Universal has this thing with the Young Money imprint where they have the right of first refusal, or who knows what shady shit's buried in their contract. But Little Wayne is definitely getting his affairs in order. <laughs> yeah, yeah no he, uh, with the sentencing hearing, according to CNN, is coming up on January 28th, so we'll see what he's got going on in the next month or so. <laughs> he's put out all this fucking music, too. Like, all yeah. the music. If you go on YouTube, there's a shitload of Little Wayne music that just hit the streets. I guess 2020 is getting worse for somebody. <laughs> <laughs> 2021 oh, might no. get worse for Little Wayne. Oh, no. All right. Well, there you go. We started with Star Wars talk. We got some mm-hmm. hockey, which uh, the the hockey the talk that got me up to a solid ten. I was fired up, and then wow. we ended with a little bit of Lil Wayne chatter. So that was good. We now also I'm had a listener a profile. Thanks to our friend Chandler Dixon. Shout out to him. He's our listener of the episode, 
And uh, where are you, Chandler? I want to know where you're listening in the states. Message yeah. DM us. And uh, yeah, enjoy the World Juniors, boys. I got World Junior previews going up on the website every Canada game day, so I'm going to shamelessly plug that. Don't forget about the 50-50 either. Support Hockey Canada. That's always good stuff. Shout out to our friends at Doodle Noodle. Twig and Berry says the Boxing Day sale going on right now, and that is everything I had written down on my piece of paper for today's episode. Thanks for giving me uh, an hour. We covered it all. We did. We covered all the bases, and I got my ad reads in clean, so I'm a happy guy. And $102,000 on that 50-50 pot here as of 2 p.m. on a Monday afternoon. The 10G bump. 10G bump. It's the real-life bump. I'm just kidding. All right. Episode bump. Episode uh, 242 of the Real Life Podcast brought to you by Oodle Noodle. It is over. Great job on making it through the entire hour of the Real Life Podcast. Don't forget to like and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts from. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.